sometimes there are telling experiences in a person's life. And one of the problems with certain telling experiences is that when you are the one to whom they are being told or through whom that experience is being lived, quite often at the time, you don't know it's a telling experience. Something's trying to tell you something. You ever get the feeling something's trying to tell you something? <laughs> I don't speak much of my personal life for definite reasons, but I will tell you a personal story that was a telling experience. When I was preteen, that was back before they had automobiles. <laughs> I had a friend, a good friend. You know, when you're young, I don't know if you remember this, you're a lot closer to people when you're young than you are when you're older. It was a very innocent kind of love that young boys and young girls have for each other. It's very refreshing something that we've almost completely forgotten because of our inability to have fun anymore with each other. And my friend's name was Johnny Cauldron. <clears throat> he lived up the street from me. I lived in the 600 block of Foothill. He lived at 701 Foothill. And Johnny uh, was a troubled boy. He was a very nice young boy, but he, he got into trouble a lot. And his mother and father, for fear of him going awry, uh, put him into a kind of a youth group thing. And one day Johnny said to me, come with me to the youth group thing. I said, even then I knew better. I said, I don't think so. He said, please, it would mean a lot to me. We, we, we really share a lot of important things. And I, I mean, I did not want to go, but I said, all right. So Mrs. Cauldron, whose first name I still don't remember or know, uh, drove us to some place at this time, I was living in Southern California, to uh, like a little club of some kind uh, in West Los Angeles. And I, so many of these impressions are quite distinct for reasons that I believe are due to how telling this experience was. Anyway, to make a long story short, because I have quite a few stories to tell you today. We were in a room and there was about 14 or 15 boys and a well-meaning counselor. And there's no question of that. And the boys were encouraged, as you've seen, in, if you've ever been in an AA meeting or any kind of uh, support deal people go around and they tell what happened to them and they tell their stories and so forth and so on these are anywhere from nine to 14 year old boys i think i was 11 or 12 because i was still in hawthorne elementary school and uh everybody went around and everybody was telling their stories and everybody when they were done the counselor would make sure that all the boys got up and hugged everybody for telling their story and then the, the moment i knew was coming the counselor said, what about you, uh, Guy? I said, I don't really have anything to share. Of course you do. 
No, I don't. And all the boys, come on. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't have anything to share. I don't really want to share anything. I just said that. Surely there's something that is in you that's troubling you that you'd like everybody to know. This is quite serious. I mean, I, I to this day, I'll never, obviously I'll never forget it. Almost 45 years later. And I knew that I wasn't, that they weren't going to cut slack. But I, you know, the one thing that was in my mind as an 11 year old was basically something that I not only didn't want to share with anybody, but I thought to myself, if I were to share it with people, all I'm going to do is get into some kind of trouble. That's all that's going to happen. So finally, I, I shared it. And what I shared was this. 